This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am so excited to be joined by a returning guest to the podcast, but for the first time in the studio. She is a breakout star of The Real Housewives of Miami on Peacock. Please welcome Dr. Nicole Martin. Thank you. Thank you. you. This is beautiful, by the way. This setup is fabulous. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you are fresh off an airplane. Fresh off an airplane. And the first thing I did was ask for a cocktail. <laughs> we're, we're drinking. It's the end of the day. I'm channeling my inner Marisol. When we scheduled this, I was talking to Kiki, who works with you, and she was like, oh, well, like we're flying in. So as long as the flight doesn't get delayed, like we should be OK. And I'm like, we landed. Perfect. We landed. It came straight here with four <laughs> minutes to spare. You know what? It's perfect. You are in town for uh, a little reunion taping, maybe? A little reunion taping happening tomorrow. How are we feeling? Second season? Is it? Do you feel less stressed about reunion this year than you did last year? Yes and no. So at least I know what to expect, right? So in that sense, you feel more prepared. You know what the day is going to look like. But this year's been tough. You know, uh, some of the girls have thrown out some wild accusations and it's just like there's no bottom to the barrel with some of these people. Right. And so you're just like, what's next? Like what? Ne- what's what are they going to say next? I was a stripper in med school. Like where are we? Gonna, you know, like well, I, I just I don't know what they're capable of. So to yeah. that to me, like, I'm just like, great. Okay. You know, what's tomorrow going to (laughs) bring? You've like, you've watched all your episodes. I imagine you've like taken some little notes maybe. No, like if I was in college, I have like a a wide ruled notebook (laughs) with like handwritten notes per episode. Well, I feel like some people go to the reunion and it seems like they've barely watched the show and come on. No, you, I mean... Because there's always these things that they say in the confessionals that you're like, are you shitting me? Right. Like, that that was not what, you know, like. You're surprised by certain things. That's half the stories. Because when you, you obviously you're there during filming, but you don't hear everybody's conversations with each other that you're not right there for. You don't know what they're saying in the confessional. You don't know what's going to make the edit and what's not. Like Correct. There's a lot to take there, in. Th- there is a lot to take in with the confessional. So, you know, some things are a little surprising. So there's definitely some note taking so that I can remember to be like, you said whatever on episode two. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, at the, the timestamp was 23 minutes. I didn't timestamp them, but I definitely have my episodes jotted down. Well, and your season was pretty long this year. It's like 16 oh, episodes. 16 that's, episodes. It's a lot of material. And I think that we had lost files. I mean, straight up events that were no, didn't even make the cut. That's when you know, because there are some, you know, you can tell there's certain seasons where it's like, okay, we're, we're using everything we had and it's still maybe not, we wish we had more. And then there's some housewife seasons like yours this time or like it's like, oh, we're flashing back to a lunch that was clearly a whole thing that happened. And we're only seeing this like five second clip of it 
for like one specific line. And it's like, that's when you know if you're dropping whole scenes, it's like whole scenes that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So we had we had a really I mean, Lisa and Lenny of it all was like obviously a huge topic during the season. But there was just so many other things is that it was it would have been impossible to include it all. Yeah. So this is your second season on the show. We've talked in the past about your kind of decision to do it, whatever. You're coming back this year. The cast stayed exactly the same. How did you feel like your relationships in the group changed from season four to season five, aside from the fact that you just knew people a little better? Uh, I think the line in the sand between like the OGs and the newbies became like really defined this season. Um, For some reason, it's just like, which I think viewers will figure out as the season develops more. The OGs just have like this blind alliance with each other that like, no matter what, you know, like, come on, Alexia and Marisol knew that what Larsa did, those accusations were ugly. And they were just like, um, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like, what's the big deal? Who cares? Mm. And it's just like, they will ride for each other blindly, no matter what. And so I think their alliance has gotten like a lot stronger. And the newbies are kind of banning together like no this is not okay you guys are not holier than thou yeah and especially the fact because last season it was the first you know season back nobody had been on this show in so long but there were four of you in the cast that were brand new and had never done housewives before and now all of you are back for another season you know kiki is on the show a lot more this season than she was last year she's great but like you julia gertie all of you can say i was here last year i've been around the block now I know how this works. I know that people are connecting with my story, with, you know, how I'm approaching it. It's not like, oh, you've been doing this for 10 years and I'm like this nobody that was just plucked out. Like, it's you're all on the same level, kind but of. But to your point, that's what the OGs don't like, <laughs> right? Like, they don't like that the newbies are now more comfortable and more confident and that they have a fan base. It's kind of like, no, you guys are still lesser than. Right. You're not allowed up to our level. And so they really try to treat us, like, talk down to us. And it, it's exhausting. I felt like that really came out between Alexia and Gertie when you guys were Big time on your on first trip. And or on the boat, yeah. And then, but also when you were in the Keys and there's the whole thing on the bus and, you know, like, just... It feels like there's kind of that like friction there that's about more than just, oh yeah, like you said something about or you Russian looked at me wrong. You know, yes, yeah. no, totally. It's it's this constant. You feel it on every scene. You hear it with like little things that they say. It's this whole like yeah yeah yeah. You don't necessarily matter because you're only one season in. We're like the the real mm-hmm. cast, and it's like no, we're all here. This is an ensemble show. We're all sharing our lives. We're all putting ourselves out there. You don't get to like belittle us. So I think it's really been like the newbies finally being like, yeah, no, we're not taking this anymore. Yeah. Speaking of putting your life out there last season, I was surprised. And I would imagine that you had feelings about the level to which people seem to care about your situation with Anthony. People were like, what do you mean she doesn't care about getting married? How, wh- the red flag, red flag. And it's like, Obviously, you ended up getting engaged. It it seems like you're very content to do things on your own timeline. What was it like just kind of seeing that people all of a sudden feel like they have this authority to comment on that? You know, I think when you when you decide or you make the decision to be on reality TV, you you kind of open yourself up to like scrutiny and people think they have the right to like judge and comment. And what I realized is that it doesn't matter what you do. Um, You're like kind of damned if you don't damned if you do. Right. Mm -hmm. Because when we weren't engaged 
people were like, wow, they've been together for so long and they have a kid. Why aren't they married? Then we get engaged. It's like, why did you get engaged? And why aren't you married? And it's like, there's always a question or a doubt about the choices you make. And that's why I've just decided to kind of do things whenever I want, you mm-hmm. know, like right now we're no rush to get married. We're just kind of enjoying this engagement phase and we're focusing on remodeling and building a new home. And it's kind of just like, you know what, like we'll do it when we do it. Yeah. I don't want to, like, I don't like confining myself to a box. Yeah. And it, I mean, it just feels like, like you said, it's like you've been together for so long. You have a kid together. There's no sense of like, this man might get away. Like, it, it's not that kind of question mark over the, like. And that's what I tell people. Like, really, like, what does this piece of paper that everyone's so fixated on guarantee you? Nothing, right? Like, people get married, they get divorced all the time. Like, we made, I think, in my mind, the ultimate commitment by choosing to have a family and a child together. Like, you're tied to this person forever. There's no divorcing each other. Like, you know, we're always going to have to be together or deal with each other because we have a child together. So to me, like, that was my biggest priority. Everything else is kind of, you know, it happens mm-hmm. when it happens. I noticed, like, sometimes on your Instagram, you do, like, Q&As and stuff with your followers. And it seems like that is, it's nice to be able to kind of just, like, talk about your life in a way that's not, like, for the show. I, I like doing the Q&As. You know, I, I think the the fans have been instrumental in the show coming back. And I think it's nice to connect with them on a more personal level. You know, even if it's something as stupid as like, oh, what color nail polish were you wearing on episode two? You know, like, mm-hmm. I think that people watch the show for all sorts of reasons. And so if you can kind of like appeal to the fans on a personal basis, why not do it every now and then? Right. And people obviously are care enough about the show and enough about you guys specifically on the show to notice those things. And like you said, the show, especially in Miami's case, like it's it exists because there was that fan interest. And I can't believe how many girls like gatekeep secrets. That is like my number one pet peeve. When you know someone's had like, I don't know, work done to their face and you're like, oh, your skin looks so good. What have you done? Oh, nothing. New face wash. Like, girl, stop lying. You know you are doing some peels or some lasers (laughs) or something. Like, share the wealth. I am all for just, you know, posting what I'm wearing, where I got it. If it's from Zara, who cares? You know, like, I don't know. You're like, I have a medical degree. I can (laughs) see that that's not your your toner. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. 
Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So, Larsa, this season, Hmm. you pointed out in the most recent episode, you kind of pinpointed that there's this trend this season of her bringing up some things about various people in the cast. And, you know, oh, I heard somewhere, my friend told me, I read online. Where do you feel like this is coming from? Because it is, it does feel like a different energy than she had last season. So I think Larsa has, because she's been in the public eye for so many years, I think, and she said it on podcasts before in interviews, that she's always being judged, right? And she's always used to people passing judgment. And I think that that creates, honestly, like some deep-rooted insecurities. It has to be hard when everyone's always like talking about you behind your back. But honestly, at the end of the day, like she's made decisions that she's probably not proud of when she looks back on it. And so when someone says something to her that she doesn't like, she gets triggered. Mm. You know, I think she's like a deeply triggered person. And so the moment she feels like you're coming for her with anything, like what Lisa said about her building or, you know, if I said something to her that she didn't like, she just will whip out whatever she can think of to kind of hurt you and shut you up so that you don't talk about whatever it is she's insecure about. Do you feel like the specific rumors that she's saying and things like that, are those, is somebody putting that in her ear? Is she literally just cooking up a fantasy? Like, I I, I don't, it's like hard to know. So I think Marisol and her do a lot of like back scheming of things like story driving. And I say this because, you know, you guys will kind of get wind of like what happens later on in the season. Um, But I do think that there's kind of like a little bit of pot stirring and like creative liberties being taken (laughs) by the two. And so, you know, she's now, she calls herself Petty Pippin, but I really do think we should change her name to Producer Pippin because she is basically like trying to just create her own narrative all season. Like, you know, we're we're creating our stories by sharing our lives, right? Like I'm really open about my relationship with Anthony. I'm really open about sharing my relationship with my dad. She's really not giving fans access to her life. Mm. Like, let's be honest. She's got four grown kids. She's got an ex. They're co-parenting. Like, there's a lot of dynamics there that she could touch on. Like, it's not easy having teenage children. You don't see any of that. Instead, you see some date that you know is staged. Come on. You know that that is not Lars's type. (laughs) You see some, like, fake ass, like, scenes where she's, like, has some raw chicken that doesn't even have seasoning on it. You know you're not cooking that. Like, that is the most, like, staged. Everything is just so artificial. And so I think since she doesn't want to share her real life, She's got to share something. So it's like, let's cook up this drama. Yeah, it's interesting because what you say about how she's lived in the public eye for so long, she's not somebody who just stays home and we never see her or like, you know, see her out. I see her like paparazzi pics on TikTok all the time. And it's like, it does feel like maybe sort of having trying to have it both ways where it's like you want to be in the public you're going out in south beach all the time you're getting photographed every time you're out we see you know if you're with somebody but then on the show it's like i don't know maybe you can meet a man correct and that's what i'm saying like it's like she wants to be on reality tv 
but she doesn't want to share her real life. Mm. Instead, she wants to create fake drama with the castmates and have that carry her story. But that's not what it's about. Like, if we're all putting our real lives out there, girl, you need to step up, step up and share your real life. Like, bring your boyfriend on. Your real boyfriend, the one that you're getting caught taking pictures with. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. It, 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 everybody, I think, that goes on reality TV decides kind of what they want to be in front of the curtain and what they want to be behind. But I think for a lot of people, the line might be in a different place. Correct. And, you know, I get not everybody feels comfortable sharing everything about their life. And that's OK, as, re as we're entitled to have our boundaries. But you got to share something mm -hmm. like it's got to be a little bit of your real life. Like it can't just be like fake dates, fake scenes like it, there needs to be a little bit of access to your life. Mm -hmm. So going back to I think you were at Alexia's event when she brought up this rumor about you for the first time when she said that on camera the first time we saw it. Was that the first time that had ever come your way or did you have any kind of like. Inkling? No, I, I mean, I was like. I, I, I don't even think my brain could register what she had said fast enough to come up with a response because I was honestly just so caught off guard and it was just so outlandish. that I was like, what? It, did I just hear that correctly? And there were so many things I wanted to say at that moment, but I also, you know, I was like, we're here for a charity event. Like who saw? Like there's press everywhere. You know, Ocean Drive was there. There was magazines there. And right. I, I was trying to be respectful of the fact that we were there for, you know, ra to raise money for Alexia's charity. And I was at that moment, I was just like, I can't deal with Like, I just I can't say what I want to say right now. So I'm just going to try to end this conversation as quickly as possible before I choke you. <laughs> you know? it, it, yeah, <laughs> I think it was telling, though, that w the other kind of similar, quote unquote, similar situations earlier this season, when she said the thing about. Lisa renting her house, they show everyone in the confessional being like, oh, yeah, I heard that. The thing with Julia making out with the guy, it, it turned out to somewhat kind of be true. There's nobody that's okay. like, I also heard Nicole did this. <laughs> but let's be honest. She swore to God that I slept with every doctor in the hospital. Really? Like every doctor in the hospital? Every single one of them? Like The bar is like, on the floor. Like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but I am not like... I am not an unattractive woman. Like, I don't need to sleep with every doctor in the hospital. First of all, some of them are married. Some of them are gay. Like, some of them don't want to sleep with me. I don't want to sleep with some of them. So, like, every doctor? Really, girl? Like, and you're going to swear to God on that shit? Like, come on. <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. So something so ridiculous needed to be handled in a very ridiculous manner. I okay you 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 said it so this uninvitation that was so petty I get it so petty listen I normally try to rise above I'm not a petty person you've seen me for two seasons now I'm not one to engage in like ridiculous nonsense behavior but her accusation was just right so ridiculous and so outlandish that I was I was sitting there actually with Grace and I was we were doing our makeup and I was complaining to her and I was like this she's just so ridiculous like seriously like she needs to look in the mirror and then I was like hmm and I and then it just like <laughs> see yourself <laughs> and then you know I don't know I had fun with it <laughs> my honestly my favorite part of that scene was how when it first arrives Gertie is so excited she's like "Ooh, invitation where are we going <laughs> I hope I get one <laughs> and then, like Gertie 
is if she's gonna do one thing, those facial expressions, <laughs> the way she reacts to things is it's gold every single time. Oh, she makes me laugh. She's so funny. <laughs> So whatever. So yes, I did. Was it ridiculous? I agree. It was ridiculous. Was it childish and petty? Absolutely. But how else am I supposed to handle such a ridiculous and petty accusation? You know, like, I think you just treat fire with fire, you know? So you, I'm assuming you stand by not wanting her at the engagement party. Absolutely. Why would I want someone who is making such like slanderous comments about me that could end my career and also have implications on my relationship? Like you're basically saying that I'm sleeping around. I'm in a committed relationship. So what does that say about like my relationship with Anthony? Mm -hmm. Like, why am I going to have you there at our engagement party? It's supposed to be a celebration of love when you're spreading these rumors. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Mm -mm. So you mentioned before how Alexia and Marisol kind of seem to be Wanting to sweep it under the rug, you know, whatever, a little bit, you know, apologetic to Larsa. Do you feel like watching it, it seems like maybe there's a little bit of a generational divide in how you and some of the other people in the cast see things versus Alexia, Marisol, maybe Adriana a little bit. Just the stuff with your dad, too, that it's like... Totally. Just Uh, different. Yeah, totally. Um, You know, I do think that it feels like Marisol and Alexia are in this like generational cultural time warp, you know, like they're still living in like the 1970s. Like it is 2023. You no longer have to just like accept toxic men in your life and ignore red flags, right? Like it's just their, their mindset is so old fashioned in the way that they look at relationships. Like, oh, you just have to accept him because he's your father. You have to accept your husband because he's your husband. Like, no, you people shouldn't have to tolerate anything that doesn't bring them peace, that doesn't bring them happiness. Like, it doesn't matter if it's your father, your husband, your brother, your best friend. Like, I think it's important for you to have boundaries, but I think that's a very modern take. Mm-hmm. Whereas traditional Hispanic families, like you've got this patriarch and he's the boss of the household no matter what. Yeah, it's interesting because the fact that you three, Alexia Marisol and you are all Cuban, it's like you you are have the same cultural understanding. It's just the fact that you kind of take it in a different direction that is a little bit more updated, maybe. And I think my parents were also more updated. Like, my dad left Cuba when he was five. Mm. So he basically grew up here in the States. I know you can't really tell. (laughs) (laughs) But he did, you know. And my mom left Puerto Rico when she was 12. So they went to high school here. They went to college here. They... They've been here for decades. Yeah. So I do think that their take and views is were, were very different than probably Alexia's parents' views. So what was trickled down to me was very different than what they experienced. Mm. So I do think there's there's an antiquated mindset there that probably prohibits them from seeing my angle. Yeah. And to me, like with with like Marisol or something, it's like there's a difference between meeting your dad at a party and like getting a kick out of something he said and being like, oh, he's fun. And like the actual behind the scenes relationship. Of course, you know, like they're passing judgment after spending five, 10 minutes with a man and being like, oh, he's awesome. You you know, like, why doesn't she like him? And it's like you have no idea the lifetime of like issues and struggles and like things that we've gone through. So to to base your assessment after five minutes with him and then to say that I'm a spoiled brat, she called me a malcriada mm. in Spanish because I don't accept him. To me, it was just like, 
honestly pretty ignorant. Like you don't know yeah. uh, like 1% of our relationship. So like who are you to pass judgment? I would imagine a lot of people watching the show though can relate to having difficult relationships with a parent or a parent figure and maybe really appreciate the way that you're kind of open about that on the show. I've been shocked at how many people have reached out to me and been talked about similar relationships with dads and moms. Like it's not always just, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to yeah. dad shame here. It, difficult parent relationships and how, you know, they've gone through similar things and how much they appreciate, um, you know, me being so open and sharing my story. And the truth is, is that like, I want to have a good relationship with my dad. You know, we're going to therapy. You'll kind of see a little bit more of our journey as like the season progresses. Um, I want him to be a part of my life, but it has to be in a way that, and I don't want to say it has to be on my terms, but I want it to be in a way that feels good for me and feels good for my family. Right. Like I also have a young son and I don't want to expose him to, you know, certain types of behaviors. Mm -hmm. So um, we're working on it. And I I honestly am thankful for the show in that sense, because I don't know that I would have like ever addressed the elephant in the room. Right. It was so much easier to just deal with him at like Christmas, whatever, and sweep it under the rug. But the show kind of pushes your limits and boundaries in the sense you have to kind of address these things. And I'm thankful that we have. Yeah. I think we're in a better place. Your son is so adorable, by the way. Thank you. Like, Pretty awesome. <laughs> He's homesick right now, which kills me to be here. Um, so Anthony's on daddy duty. You and Lisa have the cutest kids. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, they're it's, awesome. They're it's good fun friends. to have like little kids on Housewives. I feel like some of the... They say funny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a filter. Wait, so they have like playdates together? Yeah, they have oh. playdates. Logan and Gray get along really well. That is so sweet. It's cute. Yeah. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Lisa, of course, has really been through it this season. You were saying a little bit before we started recording just kind of the experience of filming during that time when so much was coming out every day, you know, stuff in the press, stuff on social media. How did that kind of change the experience of filming? Because it happened in the middle of the season. 
I mean, I don't think fans realize that everything was happening live. Like while we were, we would be set to film a scene at four and Lisa would show up 40 minutes late because she was in the car getting a text message. So when she would come in, that was fresh emotions. She was just dealing with it. And it was hard. It was hard to see your friend going through all of that. Like, you know, like it was hard witnessing her pain and her struggles. And um, it was it was a very emotional season for everybody for multiple reasons, but mostly because of the Lisa Lenny thing. Mm -hmm. Lisa's honestly the sweetest girl. She's so kind and nobody, no one deserves that. Yeah. And so to see her hurting was. Hard. Yeah, right. And it's not just like, a, you know. Divorce is what it is. It's always challenging, but spe the specifics of her situation are. It was just so nasty. Extra, yeah. yeah. It honestly, like every the the way he decided to handle things, like like you said, you know, divorce is hard, but it happens. Mm -hmm. But the way he handled it was just so brutal. It was just like, oh, who cares? Like taking the garbage out and bringing in like this new thing, and it was just it's really uncouth. It felt like there was a sense in the group when this started rolling out that some things kind of got a little less important and you kind of rallied around Lisa as a friend. Did it, did it feel like that was a concerted effort to kind of lift her up? Definitely. You know, to get all of us to go on a cast trip right after the Larsa and I thing happened mm -hmm. was, was not easy, right? Like I didn't want to be in the same room with her. I was, so, I didn't even invite her to my engagement party, but I realized that, you know, we're better as a group. And even though I don't see eye to eye with Larsa, I know she's a good friend to Lisa and so, yes, we all kind of put our differences aside and rallied for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lisa, and it's so funny thinking back to the beginning of the season, how Lisa and Larsa were like at each other's throats for those first few episodes. And then it's like, yeah, never mind. This is stupid. Well, because it, I think she realizes like, you know, there's bigger problems in the world mm -hmm. than what you said about my house. And um, oh, whatever. Here we are. You guys, <laughs> you guys have some really fun, some really fun friendships in your cast, though. Like it is fun we to do. see, like Julia and Adriana always are, you know, kind of off doing their own little thing. I love their relationship, by the way. <laughs> I think that they're just so funny and quirky, and they like get each other. They're a good, a good duo. What do you think about Julia's issues with Kiki? Because that felt like it kind of came out of nowhere. So. I know that to the viewers, it right. kind of seems like everybody was like, well, you, you disinvited Kiki. Why didn't you disinvite Larsa? Larsa was the one that said this thing. Um, but I think there was parts of the day that were cut out. Of that, the, the music video shoot on the boat. Correct. Yeah. And I think Julia's biggest thing was that Larsa, um, Adriana and Kiki kind of get into a little argument and Kiki gets pissed at Adriana and she threatens to sue. Right. So she basically tells her, if you use any footage of me in your music video, I'm going to sue you and I'm going to sue the, <laughs> the producer. <laughs> so stupid <laughs> when you think about it. And so then Julia was like, what do you mean we can't use this footage? We've all been out here dancing in the sun for six hours. Like, you better let this girl use this footage. <laughs> and so she's like, if this girl's going to sue you, I don't want her in my house. What if she slips on some goat pee? Like, is she going to sue me because she breaks her ankle? <laughs> So I think that's why she disinvited her because of the lawsuit thing. And you guys didn't really get to appreciate the lawsuit. <laughs> it was like you talked about the the mirror poem uninvite being a little bit ridiculous. Kiki throwing out there that she's going to sue Adriana. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and again, if you act ridiculous, you're going to get like a ridiculous reaction. Right. right. And so it's just like. It's like, oh, no, you're going to take Adriana's mega millions. <laughs> 
I'm like, I don't want to do this again. No suing allowed. I'm not dancing on this boat. Not a single second more. It's hard to have fun on a show when you feel like everybody's going to sue each other if you say one thing wrong. Well, honestly, that's that's what we're getting at this point, though, Dylan. Like, we're getting to the point where it's like you're like walking on eggshells, at least with Larsa, right? Because you know that if you say anything that she doesn't like, she's going to come at you with some crazy shit. And you're just like, like, who wants to like be with someone that's so, yeah, um, like volatile or yeah. volatile? I don't know what the and it's just like you're right. walking on eggshells. And well, it's tricky because part of being on a show like this is that you're you're having disagreements or you know what ups and downs with somebody, and things will come out, and you don't want to feel like everything you say has, has to, to be, be like a hundred percent provable in court or whatever. Like if she can say whatever she wants about anyone and also notice how i think we've all been very respectful with our responses mm. to her right like yeah. i i think that most of us have boundaries i do think that there's like housewives 101 for the most part right like yeah you don't talk about people's children you don't talk about people's families and you don't go after their careers well i'm pretty sure she called my son a bastard last reunion or almost did it's not funny but it's, it's not funny but she funny. did right <laughs> and now she's going after my career like I think she even says in one of her um, her confessionals, like, don't come after my kids, don't come after my home and don't come after my business and we'll be OK. Mm -hmm. Well, those are the limits you set for yourself, but those don't apply to anybody. Yeah. Like, where do we draw the line? And when you when you're so volatile, like you said, everyone feels like they have to be censored around her. And then we're not being real because everyone's timid and scared. You know, like she almost has like a chokehold on everyone where no one speaks their truth to her because they're scared of what Lars is going to come with next. And I don't think that's the way a real friend group should operate. Like we should be able to tell you like, Dylan, what you did was shitty. Yeah. And then we have a conversation about it. Right. And I think part of what people have really appreciated about Miami since you guys have been back is you have this big group where it feels like everybody has different relationships with each person in the group. And so there's a lot of different conflict can kind of pop up anywhere. Anybody can have fun with each other. There's a lot of group scenes where you're all together. And so if there is one person who's kind of messing with that dynamic. You know, natural dynamic, it can start to feel like maybe we don't need that or maybe it's not productive. And I do think that that's kind of been an issue with some of the franchises lately where things start to get a little too toxic, right? And people are getting to this point where it's like the group dynamic no longer works because people are like not getting along or people don't want to say certain things. And it's like you lose that freshness. You lose that like natural mm -hmm. vibe, I guess, because people are like... Right. If you're only if it's only like seven co-workers and you're showing up at the appointed time and like staying exactly as long as you need to, then it's kind of like it, 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 you can feel that you can feel it yeah. for sure. And I do think that that's what's happened with some of the franchises. And I don't want that to be what happens to Miami. Yeah. You know, I think we've been able to maintain the same cast for two seasons. And I do think everyone in the cast brings something interesting to the ensemble but if we keep getting to the point where nobody feels comfortable mm. and people are censoring themselves because they don't want to deal with the Lars's low blows, then like at some point the group dynamic isn't going to work. Yeah. It's yeah. I think the casting is it's delicate because it's like you don't want to cut people that are really bringing something in exciting to the show. But then at the same time, it's like if you keep someone too long or if you, you know, bring in the wrong person, it could it can throw things off. For sure. It's no. 
happy I'm not on casting duty. <laughs> uh, speaking of casting, I'm curious. A couple of your castmates are going to be on an Ultimate Girls trip coming up. Marisol and Alexia went to, I, I, went I to Thailand. Like, when is this coming out? It's been a really long it's, time, know, right? Like, it's, it's taking forever? It's got to be soon. I don't know. Would you do an Ultimate Girls trip? I would. I I, I want to... I, <laughs> I want to pick and choose who I'm traveling with. I know. I'm going to make you. Who who oh, would you want to be on a trip with? I'm like the antithesis of I feel like a lot of housewives. Like a lot of housewives want like major drama and they want to be with like all these heavy hitters. No, like I want to have a good time. <laughs> like I want Kathy Hilton there because I want to laugh, oh, okay. you know. I want Dorit so I can borrow some of her clothes. Like I'm totally thinking selfish reasons. I'm not thinking as like a fan and I want to make a good show. I'm like, who do I want to have margaritas with, you know? Yeah. So I love Whitney from Salt Lake City. She's always been super sweet. You know who was awesome was Lisa, um, Lisa and oh, yeah. Chanel. They were, Dubai, uh, yes, yeah. they were hilarious. They were such a good time. They're a good little duo. Yeah. Um, maybe like Lisa's, Lisa got a goat. Maybe like her goat and Julia's and Julia goat. goat. Yeah, they can <laughs> hang out. <laughs> uh, and then I want one of my Miami girls. Um, I really want Gertie to go with me. Gertie and I have gotten really close. Gertie might bring a little bit of drama. I feel like <laughs> Gertie is one of those people where I feel like she always, she almost always means well, but she can be at an 11 when it's not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I love Gertie and I can tell you she n- almost never means well. Like she does not intend to, to, to be abrasive. But we were on the plane today, right? And she was putting her luggage up in the, the little cubby up at the top and her phone fell out and it hit a man on the knee. And the man was like, ow, that hurt. And she's like, oh, please. And like she was like kind of like joking with him. <laughs> She was being sarcastic and like Gertie, but the man I think was like genuinely insulted by her response. She's like, like, "You didn't hurt that bad. It's fine. You're just fine." That's basically what she did to the guy. And I was like, "Oh my god, Gertie, just say you're sorry." Like, <laughs> look, she gets shit but done. She, she does. Listen, I love her, and again, I, I, I think she's just funny and she's sassy and she says things and it gets misinterpreted. But I don't. I, I she rarely means. Like, she, ill will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, Gertie, you and Gertie would be a fun duo to go on a girl's trip. She's, I love her. She's awesome. Yeah. Did you know her at all before doing the show? We had met before, yeah. Okay, yeah. We she, weren't super close. Obviously, we've gotten right. closer through filming, but yeah, we had met before. I feel like, it, I mean, last year it was, everything was so new and everybody was just coming back, but it's, it feels like everything has kind of like locked into place this year and it, it's fun to see you guys hanging out more. Yeah, I I think so too. I think the group definitely has like a vibe to it. I just, it'd be nice to see things kind of like mm-hmm. shift a little bit because like I said, I think the season ends and there's such a like firm line in the sand yeah. that it's hard when you're a group and there's right. such a big divide. So I know you have reunion. So you just have finished watching all the episodes for the rest of the season. Yeah. How are we feeling about these, I don't know, six, five something episodes that we have left? I mean, I feel good. Listen, I feel like I've always been very transparent and owned my position. And like, I, I'm I'm fine the end of the season. Not some, some of the other people, not so much. Dr. Nicole sitting pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I'm sure some of the other girls wouldn't agree that I'm sitting pretty. I'm sure they have some pretty strong feelings about the things I say and do coming up. But again, like I... I think everything I do, I do for a reason. I think you've got a long day, uh, a long day ahead, and I'm sure you'll hear about. Oh it. yeah, I'm sure I'll hear about <laughs> Any, all uh, of it. Questions and concerns. <laughs> Every single ounce of it. Look, you, you, you're a pro. You got this. It's a long day. 
Reunion day is a long day. It's I know like we 12 always hours. We I always think. get an Instagram story from Andy that's like 9 p.m. We're still yeah, going. I think that's the time it finishes usually. Like we start at nine, we finish at nine. It's like 12 hours. We break for lunch. Work hard for the money. <laughs> we need a raise, Andy. I need a raise. Housewives got to unionize. <laughs> Seriously. Because, wow, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, you've, you've made it. Two seasons. Two seasons. Under your belt. Yeah. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for, for being here. <laughs> we always love to see you. And you. I feel like w- you'll be back. I, I hope so. Okay. And next time you come to Miami for more than 48 hours, please. Yes. Call a girl. We, we, will, <laughs> we will definitely have a little fun time in Miami. Thank you so much, Nicole. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. You can follow me at Dylan Hafer. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. <laughs> Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.